Number two, insight. This is more of a visual type of meditation. So if you find visualizing things in your mind's eye easy, this may just be the version for you. You begin by tuning into your breath in order to kind of forget about everything, which then will lead to, you know, inner quietness and peace. Now, when you reach this stage, what may occur is you may get visions or downloads or thoughts. The idea here is to let the ones that aren't useful go and not really hold on to them or go on a mental tangent, which a lot of people, including myself, do all the time. Now, constantly running with your thoughts and just refusing to put them down is exhausting. So personally, that is one of the many reasons I personally do meditate. It puts everything into perspective and really allows me to concentrate and focus and work and finish things without my brain doing laps on me. Next up, visualization. If like many people, you're a control freak or you can't stop thinking, visualization may actually help you way more. Now you may search for visualizing meditations or the more so traditional or original way was to really begin to visualize all of your internal organs and body parts. Here you may do as you please really, you can then take that as an opportunity to cleanse your aura, your different bodies, your chakras, and literally your body and its energy. Maybe even get some help from the archangels to cut cords or do a deep cleansing if you so wish to. Obviously, as all things, it does have a religious side, right? So I'm going to explore the perspective and use of meditation in Judaism, Christianity, and Islam. Now in Judaism, in rabbinic traditions, meditation was often used as a way to your inner heart before prayer in order to already kind of be connected with the Lord or the Most High before praying and making petitions. It was also utilized as a form of repentance or the most popular type of meditation was to use it as a visualization of the Kabbalah, which is the Hebrew word for chariot. Um, this chariot was then utilized for purposes such as gaining wisdom of the divine and traveling spiritually. Number two, Christianity. In Christianity, in particular, meditation or breathwork is used in order to get into a deeper prayer and really connect to both Jesus Christ and Mother Mary. Similar to the type of prayer or meditation that was early on introduced to the life of Madalena de Pazzi, when she was around nine years old, which then led her to many spiritual awakenings, downloads, and even went as far as gaining spiritual ecstasy, which I did an episode on, so you should definitely check it out and go listen to that if you're interested. Number three, Islam. In Islam, things differ because meditation is referred to as salah, and it is a mandatory act of devotion which is performed by Muslims five times per day. The body, similar to Hindu forms of meditation, moves and goes through a set of different postures, I guess you could call it, as the mind attains a level of concentration called kushu. A second optional type of meditation called dikr or dikir, meaning remembering and mentioning God, is interpreted in different meditative techniques in Sufism or Islamic mysticism, which is often accompanied by swinging or whirling around which is only practiced by some now. Onto my personal opinion, right? Now in the last year or so, I've come across and benefited immensely immensely from various different types of meditation. I'm now going to name for you some of my favorites and why I love them so much and also give you other options in case you may like other ones. So for one, my personal favorite, guided meditations. Personally, because I mostly try to meditate before I fall asleep and typically that by that time I'm extremely exhausted. What ends up happening is that I need someone to guide me through the meditation. Otherwise I would just fall asleep and that's not productive. Not only that, but also occasionally, I do find it difficult to visualize per se, and therefore sometimes I do switch it up because guided meditations tend, sadly, to be more so on the visualizing side of things. And when you're exhausted, 
it's very difficult to envision anything other than just falling asleep. Now, my personal favorite channel is Guided Meditations with Nikki Sutton. Her voice is wonderful, so I would definitely check her out. Number two, regular meditations. When this occurs, I typically tend to go with meditations that only have sound in them and not an actual like individual speaker per se. These help me to really just relax, etc. And in terms of keeping the minds I trained, they help immensely. I've also gotten a lot of goosebumps and downloads through these. Now, my favorite channel personally is Taylor's Wind Spirit. They're amazing too. Number three, binaural beats. Now, usually I'm not too fond of binaural beats, etc. I feel like they make me really itchy, nervous, uncomfortable, and I just can't seem to enjoy them, sadly. However, just because I personally don't use them doesn't mean they won't work for you. I genuinely love the idea behind binaural beats and I do think they're an amazing tool because you can really feel the effects immediately, physically. Binaural beats are great because depending on the frequency, you can change your own frequency, right? So to give you an example, in case you're not understanding, for example, if you woke up feeling pretty low, you can put binaural beats of a 528 hertz and these should technically help you with your self-love and improve your mood because you've changed the frequency and therefore so does your mood. I don't particularly like binaural beats but I thoroughly have been enjoying the Crystal album from my favorite channel which is the Professional High Priestess. Her hematite and black tourmaline really does wonders. Number three, gravel bar numbers, right? Which I'm gonna do an episode on so don't fret. Now I'm still very much new to gravel bar numbers and how they can help through the use of meditation. However, below I'm going to link the removing blocks of abundance one, which, oh my days, the power in that video is astronomical. <laughs> the very next day, I really began to find it easier to manifest money, so I would definitely recommend it. Number four, chakra cleansing. Of course, I do believe that it is extremely important to pretty much do at least like one chakra cleansing or like tune-in meditation per week. These are wonderful to ground your body. You can also clean your chakras and align them. Therefore, more energy you will be able to tap into. My favorite channel, once again, I gotta give it up to Teo's wins. Now, number five, aura cleansing. Now, personally, I really, really enjoy asking for the help of Archangel Michael when it comes to aura cleansing and you're gonna find a ton of meditations on that. He really helps with cords of attachment too, mainly because of course being a seraph he is really powerful and gets really deep <laughs> when it comes to cleansing. You'll find that these range from the 20 to 45 minute mark so if you don't like long meditations then they're probably not gonna work for you. I don't think I've ever done a meditation with any Archangel that hasn't left me feeling you know really just clean. <laughs> renewed, powerful, and pretty, pretty protected too. I love Archangel Michael. He's my homie. I love him so much. So I do recommend it. Number six, violet flame transmutation. Now, another master that I've really been trying to work with lately is Saint Germain, mainly because he was super interesting. He was a master alchemist and he reincarnated how many times, but also he's an amazing, amazing, top tier, A-lister type of amazing at transmutation. Now, the act of transmuting energy is taking all of the bad or low vibrational energy that you may have a residual of or in some cases energy that may have stuck to you from other people let's be honest if this is the case using the violet flame is amazing now don't be scared the violet flame is if not most color flames aren't hot so no you're not gonna burn spiritually <laughs> in fact it's the opposite it's a cool flame and it helps take the low vibrational energy filter it and it completely transforms it into high vibrational energy 
and it's given back to you. Now, last but certainly not least, I wanted to give you a list of what things I've been able to, you know, start healing, etc., and working on so far through the help of meditation. Just in case you're healing the same things and need some guidance, I've managed to find meditations that have helped me with the following. Number one, getting rid of subconscious blocks. Okay, these can range from emotional blocks, mother and father wounding, lack mentality, past generational trauma, etc, etc. Number two, working with ancestors, spirit guides and archangels. As I mentioned previously, there's a ton of meditations that have helped me really just access and take peaks at my Akashic records. I've managed to build a stronger bond with my spirit guides and ancestors. I've also been luckily accepted and held by archangels which has been an out-of-body experience really number three connecting to source now i gotta give it up to this one because the connecting to source and the most high meditations have to easily be the ones where i have emotionally purged and pr pretty much cried the most this isn't to say you will necessarily cry too i'm just a wimp <laughs> that bottles emotions so i kind of need that reset and reconnecting with god really helps like nothing else number four manifesting abundance right Right? which which everyone wants to do. After meditating on removing blockages and previous bad thought patterns about abundance and birthrights, if you then go on and work with meditations that are to manifest abundance, I'm not even joking, this works like a charm. Money really starts appearing out of nowhere. The more you believe it and put that intention and work in manifesting, well then the easier it gets, doesn't it? Number five, getting rid of curses, spells and the evil eye. Now a lot of people don't like to touch the subject, but I do. So at least since my awakening last year i have really been getting gang stalked and gossiped about and copied blah 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 karmic stupid shit right not to mention the other type of spell work <laughs> now regardless of all of that i'm still here and that's thanks to all the spiritual guys you know ancestors angels archangels and of course the most high now my favorite spell breaker so far is the wood of the evil eye by light of venus oh my days the power in that meditation is otherworldly literally the next day karmic stopped fucking playing with me and i loved it keep in mind in case you're dealing with the same thing keep in mind that the transits and the last few full moons have really had immense influence in karmic energies but yeah definitely recommend it if you're also dealing with karmic fuckery and people constantly trying to project onto you sadly it comes with the territory and light working right number six astral travel and past life regressions now especially after doing chakra tuning and balancing if you then hit it with an astral travel or past life meditation the effect is gonna be wonderful i truly believe it is very important to look at your past lives and occasionally also take the leap of faith to astral travel there's nothing like it and you're missing out if you haven't done it i know there's a lot of stigma when it comes to astral traveling but no no evil entities can use your vessel or anything like that in order for that to happen you really have to be at a very low frequency or vibration and or on the spell work however don't fret because most of it if not at least all the meditations i've personally done or come across always include like a five to ten minute protection and safety before beginning the travel so to keep your peace of mind intact maybe do another protection meditation before traveling to the other realms right number seven opening the third eye now i can't stress enough how important it is to do this it is through the third eye that we really see reality for what it is and we can become conscious of past present and future not to mention parallel lives too through the third eye and crown we get downloads and intuition not to mention dna upgrades from the most high also i personally have noticed that when i don't clear 
and train my third eye because I'm lazy. It almost makes it difficult to focus on work and really get in tune with my intuition. Maybe this will work for you. Now, accessing the Akashic Records. This one, I do feel like I got to explain it a little bit. The Akashic Records are a book that contains each and every single decision and event in your lives. Here you can see the blockages, the karma, the karmic debt, contracts, completed and uncompleted lessons throughout every lifetime you've had. Now only you can access your Akashic Records, so don't be afraid. No one else can. If someone did attempt to do that, that is a spiritual offense and it is technically spiritual theft, which will land them in spiritual jail which will manifest into physical jail. So don't fret. However, if you're a control freak like me, and if that doesn't make you feel safe whatsoever, once you've got in the hang of working with different flames, you should definitely put a protection spell, a seal, or literally use the violet flame on your Akashic records for extra protection. Now onto the last bit, I have to talk about the fact that there are so many meditations out there that are thebomb.com, at least helping you train and fine tune your intuition, your clairaudience, your clairvoyance, and your clairsentience. My favorites so far are from Light by Venus, once again, amazing. Definitely do recommend them, especially to train your psychic abilities because lately I've been trying to, you know, become better at my clairaudience side of things. Now for psychic protection per se, I do recommend doing some research on cleaning and shielding and protecting, even mirroring which I will get into in a future episode so yeah there's plenty of meditations that do all of those in one big combo now I'm not going to go too deep into the next one which is light language basically because I don't know enough about it so I don't want to misinform anyone however my favorite light language meditation of all time is from the channel channeling love and light my particular favorite is their remembering Atlantis light language meditation it brought up many visions from past lives and I felt complete again so if you too have some sort of connection or feel very drawn to Atlantis and Lemuria, I would definitely check it out. A treat that I'm making is I'm going to have a public playlist with all of the meditations mentioned above and other ones, so I will probably keep updating the playlist forevermore. It will be on my YouTube channel that I finally, thank the Lord, <laughs> finally managed to fix. So yay for me and my lack of technological discernment. So I hope y'all can check that out. The channel is Eclectic the Podcast, as in all platforms. I hope this episode gave you some deep insight, maybe some spiritual keys that may work for you and your own personal spiritual journey and practices. I hope you all have an amazing week ahead. Keep your energy high, very loving and peaceful. I'm sending all of you loads of love, blessings and health. Thank you ever so much for tuning in. See you in the next one and goodbye. Uh-huh.